When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi, Amber. How are you today? I'm doing well. Grateful and excited to be chatting with you. I love everything you create in the world. So I'm feeling joyful and tickled to be here in this moment. Well, I'm really happy that you're here as well. I love what you do. And I'm just really excited to dive in and be able to chat with you about your process, about self-care, of course, about writing and just like what community has taught you, especially during these times with COVID and the uprisings and everything else in between. But before we get started, can you please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do? Sure. Hey, listeners. I'm Amber Ray. I'm an author, an artist, a speaker, a creative alchemist. And my work is really around connecting to our essence, our truth, our voice, our power, and living, communicating, and really embodying from that place. And so I explore everything from navigating challenging emotions to tapping into desired states to really how to get your your voice and your gifts on the page so that the world can really experience your essence and your power. Mm, I love that. I love that. So let's start with how writing came to be in your life and what it's been teaching you as of late about community. Mm. So writing has been my BFF. I, I was an only child. And so I feel like my friend was, you know, the journal and pen and paper. And, you know, it started writing for me started as, you know, capturing daily events. And I remember actually recently, I found an old locked journal. And it was like drawing these boys and like, what I thought about them was, you know, it was a very like young girl, um, <laughs> <laughs> young girl adventures. I had a good laugh. But I think, you know, where journaling really became a meditative process or practice for me was when my dad passed. I was a young girl, 12 years old, and I didn't really, you know, know where to turn to talk about what I was feeling. And so the page really became became this place for me to be real, be honest, and you know, have safety and to be able to see all the parts of me that that wanted to be seen. And so writing for me is the greatest tool of, I feel like I don't often know who I am, what I think, where I'm at until I put pen to paper. Mm -hmm. And so it's this uncovering tool, this exploration tool, this safe, sacred space to sort of, you know, be in the in-between, be in the messy and allow magic to really come forth and come up from within. I was the only child too, so I can really (laughs) resonate with the journal being the friend and the safe space. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, the loss that you experienced at such a young age and if writing at any point served as a support as you were grieving and like working through those feelings of a loss of your parent. 
Absolutely. I mean, I don't, as a 12 year, I didn't know that I was grieving. I didn't know that's what I was going through. But as an adult looking back, I'm like, wow, I can't imagine had I not had my journal, my pen and paper, because you know, this is not to blame anyone in my family, but my, you know, we didn't really, I feel like this emotional attunement and awareness is something that we're lucky that is so part of our generation. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, as a kid, I don't remember, you know, talking about my feelings. And so the journal became that safe space for me to really, to grieve, to process the loss, to understand even, you know, all the, what was happening within me. And so for sure, it was that really safe space. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hmm. So just moving through the community aspect, I mean, you are a professional writer now, so you're not only just writing for yourself, but also your community. And something that I really love that you do in your work is that you ask people to notice things in their lives. And recently you posted three things to notice daily, which I feel like you do often just to Mm. give folks some pause and reflection, which is so powerful and moving because we move at such a fast pace in this world. And the questions that came up are what energizes you, what you're grateful for, and what's not working and why. And that one, that number Mm. three is just like, oh, gutted for real. Like what is not working and facing that on the page. So what has your writing taught you about not only asking yourself these questions, but your community? And why number three? Why what's not working? I want to know the reason behind that. I'll start with the what's not working and why. You know, where these questions really came from is people are always coming to me saying, you know, I'm trying to get clear on my purpose or I don't know what next step to take or who am I? Where am I meant to go? And my question always is, are you listening to yourself? Mm. And I think so often we get so caught up in the noise and the external opinion and, you know, seeking outwardly that we forget that the vessel of truth that Mm -hmm. resides within is always speaking. If we create the space to really listen and tune in. And so one of my favorite questions is what's not working and why? Because I feel like that, if you can identify what's out of alignment, that's oftentimes the first step to get back into an alignment. And so, you know, whether that's like, this is a a funny example, but like this morning I woke up and I just felt really lethargic today. And there was a part of me that was like, all right, let's move into productivity, grab the coffee, like, come on, go, go, go. And I paused and quickly was like, wait, 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 that patterning is not working. And why is like, you know, why am I forcing myself to be a certain way rather than just meeting myself where I am? And that like real time check-in allowed me to be like, you know what, I'm going to honor that I'm feeling a little lethargic. I'm going to be gentle and kind to myself. I'm going to take a little extra space to, to write and to go slow today. And that tiny shift just 
you know, had me feel so much more in tune with myself and just it made me feel better. So yeah, so I love that question for both like the big areas of our life, whether it's your business, your relationships, your career, like what's not working. And then of course, why? Mm -hmm. Um, But also in the daily moments of like, where are you shooting yourself or putting unnecessary pressure expectation that's not serving you Mm -hmm. and isn't serving, you know, what might want to come through you today. Mm, I love that. I love it all. What has your community been asking you about self-care, especially during this time? I know mine is constantly wanting to know like how to lean in, how to take breaks, how to show up during this really tumultuous time in the world with COVID and the social justice movements. I often just tell people, come back home to yourself through your breath. And through your Mm. breath, you can find your why, your answers. And to also like trust that they're the expert of their lives. We are the experts of our lives. And so often we look externally, right, for either validation or our why when really, as you mentioned, it is nestled within. So what have you been seeing within your community of readers and writers about self-care kind of being, you know, thrown around? And what have you been telling people? It's funny, I'm looking, I created a journal called the Wonder Journal that I released in the spring. And on the back of it, I'm looking, it's like sitting in front of me right now. And it says the answers are within you. When COVID did hit and there was so much uncertainty, I actually launched a 30-day journey for people called Journal Your Feelings. And every day they got a little prompt with a reflection and writing of more perspective and story around that. And it really guided them within. It guided them to hold space, to listen, to hear, you know, what was bubbling to the surface and to hold space for the anger and the anxiety and the frustration and the fear, as well as the lightness and the joy and, you know, the full spectrum of emotions, which is really what, you know, my message has been, you know, hold space for all of it. And, you know, I know there's, you know, whether people are feeling guilt or they're not sure how they can show up and contribute considering the times that we're in. And it's really you know, holding space for the duality, like it's okay to be outraged and also be grateful that maybe you're spending a little bit more time with your family. Mm. And, you know, it's okay to be afraid, but also hopeful and to really hold space for the dualities and see the feelings. I view feelings as messengers and, you know, they're here with a, they insight. It's a data point. It wants to get our attention for a reason. You know, anger shows us injustices that we care about. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, uh, joy shows us, points us in the direction of what has us come alive. And so paying attention to what's coming up and using those emotions as really guides. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I love feelings as messengers. I love that. And I'm also really excited about your journal. I'm going to buy it right after this call because <laughs> truly writing allows us and these conversations and identifying our feelings and really self-trust at the end of the day with how to move through the life's dualities, right? And show up authentically, not only on the page, but in our own lives, it's transformative, not mm -hmm. just for ourselves, right? But for those we touch and listen to and talk to. It's so, so magnificent through and through. So with that being said, I want to know how you're taking care of yourself in and out of your profession. I mean, I know you mentioned this morning you woke up feeling kind of lethargic and you kind of had to get yourself together and that literally was me. So it seems like we're in divine <laughs> alignment today. <laughs> but I want to know like how is Amber showing up for herself so that she can show up for her community in and out of work? I love this question. Yeah, and it's I think the main thing is in this season, it's just meeting myself where I am every day without wronging or shaming and just giving myself permission to be in that full spectrum of emotions and know that in these crazy times, it's shifting and evolving. And, you know, I feel like in, maybe if we had talked to this time last year, I would have been like, oh yeah, I have my daily ritual and like I do the yeah. same three things every morning. And like, you know, I was like really, because there was a period of time where I really was journaling every day. Mm -hmm. But I'm finding that right now I need different things every day. And, you know, like this morning I needed just to give myself more space to rest. Yesterday was like, I had 19 aha moments about my business and was in like massive flow state. And I was just like, okay, that's where I'm at today. Yep. <laughs> and you know, tomorrow I might need a morning walk, you know, and it's actually been, I think sometimes when I almost went too much into discipline and this is what self-care looks like versus just being like, self-care is me caring for myself. And so that's taking a moment every morning to just check in and say, what am I feeling and what do I need? Mm -hmm. And then how can I show up for that? Yep. So it's more just, a, it's a, yeah, I guess it's a check-in every morning and a quick tuning in. And when I do that, it's like everything tends to flow with a little bit more effortlessness and ease. Self-care check-ins is literally what I have to do. And especially being home and with kids and husband and work, it's like, okay, like you, how do I make space for myself without being rigid about the self-care practice? I feel that a hundred percent. So as we wrap up our chat, I'd love to know what affirmations you would share with your younger self and how would you mentor her if she was alongside you physically today? Mm. Oh, I love that. I literally was journaling about this over the weekend and I've just been writing about this. And the thing that I keep reminding, and actually I've been writing to my younger self, I've been reminding her that approval isn't out there. Approval lovability, self-worth cannot be found in the external. It can't be found in a job, a relationship, or in someone else. But it really, you know, is found within. And so noticing when that younger me is like, yeah, looking outside of herself to find that sense of lovability or approval and really anchoring back within. Mm -hmm. So remembering that you are always worthy, you are always enough, and you are infinitely lovable no matter what happens or doesn't happen. That's what I've been reminding her. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai. Hey,
Girl Podcast is produced by Wayne Bertram and me, Alex L.